Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Tell It All, where we find hope for our struggles and have a safe place for our vulnerability. I'm your host, Doriani Godoy. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. We are switching things up today. You may have noticed this is not the beautiful voice of Dory, your usual host. I'm Nicole Alford, and I'll be interviewing the lovely Dory today. Say hey. Hey. Oh my gosh. It's How so does it crazy. feel to be on the other end? <laughs> Honestly, so crazy. Your voice is so perfect. Oh, you're so it. sweet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, uh, well. Dory and I were talking as we had our last interview together, um, and as she was leaving, I just was like, I don't know if this is the Holy Spirit or if this is just stupid, but I just need to ask, do you ever want to be interviewed sometime? Because I know how lovely you are Mm -hmm. and how well you interview other people, but I just remember you telling me it's by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And I just thought, has Dory ever been interviewed? So what a better time than now to Mm. do it. So uh, she fortunately said yes. She didn't think it was a stupid idea. (laughs) And here we are. So Dory, I'm so excited to be interviewing you today. You are, Mm. first of all, so lovely. And I know I've said that word a lot. You just really are. Um, I love your heart and everything about you. So today is going to be a fun day. I remember we literally planned, we're like, okay, we're going to do it this day, this time. Like we (laughs) planned it immediately because it's just something that's super special. So Mm -hmm. um, is there anything you want to say before we jump right on into some questions? You're so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) I love you so big. We're both like cheesing so big. I love it. Yeah, I'm just really excited to be able, just because I love talking to you. I love that because, okay, so before we had like breakfast and stuff (laughs) and Nicole was just saying like, I can't wait to hear your heart. And so I think that that's just so special to me that you Mm want to know my heart. And um, I guess that you like want the listeners to know it too. And it just Mm -hmm. makes me feel really special. So thank you for asking and like stepping out of your comfort zone. (laughs) Well, I'm very excited and thank you for first of all stepping out to want to be friends because little Mm. did I know just a few months ago that I feel like it was so recent, but just, I think it was like two months ago, just stepped out and we're like, I just think that we would be good friends. And we just clicked instantly after that. But like you stepping out really, really changed my life. And I didn't Mm. think I would get such a good friend as you. So this is so exciting. So with all of that being said, let's jump right in. Let's do it. So, um, I know that you are dropping a story, um, that's very personal to you about your immigration story. Just released that it's going to be this beautiful video that just got, um, done and edited and all of the post-production stuff. So now it's this wonderful story that that gets to be told. So I'm going to steer a little bit away from that, um, knowing that you just did a whole interview (laughs) on that and I wanted to actually just jump right in and, ask about some questions about the Lord and Christ and you accepting Christ. So that first question is, when did you accept Christ into your heart and what made you want to make that decision? All right. Um, Good stuff. Okay. So I was, I have never like actually really shared my testimony, so this will be fun, but um, I was kind of like going through it the the months before. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I decided to, well, not decided, like I let the Lord inside my heart. So I was kind of spiraling out of control. Um, and I was like in a real, I had really bad friends, just yeah. like all this stuff. But before I got into that situation, I had signed up for a mission trip to go to Chicago. Wow. And it was in like January. And I was like, in that moment, I, I call that moment my pre-saved moment mm-hmm. because I wasn't truly saved. Because if I would have been, I wouldn't have like, you know, like well, gone up and down so much mm-hmm. with God. Um, but I was, I remember signing up for it, like, it was already funded. Like people at the church had funded it, all Mm -hmm. of everything. So when I decided to like stop going to church and doing those things, I was like, well, I cannot just like not go because I would, Mm -hmm. I just felt like the Holy spirit was like, um, it's like, God was like, no, you like have to stay. Mm -hmm. Like you have to go. Like you like, this is, (laughs) you have to, this is a responsibility you said yes to. So I went and yeah, I just accepted God into my heart. And, Mm -hmm. um, it was, it was really crazy because I remember right before that trip, I told myself after the trip, I'm never, ever, ever doing anything else with God. Like we're done. Like I'm never going to church again. I'm it never, over. yeah, literally I was like, we're done. Like, this is it, God. yeah, literally I had told God that I was like this relationship, we're done. Like yeah. we're not, we're not wow. doing this anymore. And obviously here I am today. All I do is yeah. talk about him because I'm literally <laughs> in love with him. So um, good. But yeah, I just like on the trip realized like what, like that I needed him because Mm -hmm. I was in such a dark place in my life. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, partying, going out, like doing, you know, doing things with boys. Like it was just so, I, I left every day feeling empty and never feeling filled up. And that was like the first week in such a long time that I just felt like I actually could walk in a delight of the Lord in the sense of like in the delight of the Lord that the, that I was like like I would Mm -hmm. wake up and be like I'm filled up like let's go like I would be so so happy and like also just getting to see the people who were already on fire for Jesus and being able to be like oh okay this is really good like what do they have I want that and just getting to ask God like can I have what they have like this would be so amazing and so yeah that's so good I love that so what year was that um, if you remember, I think it was, I think it was four years ago. Yeah. So it was like, that's amazing. When was it? Let's see if we do the math. <laughs> yeah. So it was like 2018. Gotcha. Well, I just, oh, no, 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 2017. Cause I was just thinking to myself, I was just like, wow, I like to see your growth now. And then I was like, if, a, if, even if it was a year, I would be like, I'm not surprised cause God can do that. Yeah. But four years really shows that like, you're really growing. Like you're not just spiritually having baby milk anymore you're like eating what the lord has for him uh, has for you so it's really cool to see so with that being in mind and all of those things being said um i wanted to talk about um you receiving the holy spirit and if that was an experience for you or what that's like in your relationship with the holy spirit so um I was telling you a little bit earlier, is like, I don't really know when I like officially told, like, I think in, in that trip, I was like, mm-hmm. Hey God, can I please have the Holy spirit? Cause I was talking to God and I was like, I don't think I remember the exact moment I said like, Hey, like Holy spirit coming yeah. to my soul, you know, like <laughs> can you please be part of my temple. Um, mm. but I think that trip, I truly was just like, God, I want it all. 
and with all comes the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I was just like, I need discernment. I need, you know, wisdom. I need <laughs> whatever you can give me. I need that. And um, it's been such a beautiful journey because, like, I love how the Holy Spirit guides us. And he yeah. always is, like, reminding us, like, what not to do, holding us accountable. I think people forget that the Holy Spirit does hold us accountable. The mm-hmm. people are like, oh, my conscience. So it's like, no, really, the Holy Spirit is telling yeah, you, like, so hey, good. this is not that good. Or this is actually going to be harmful. Like, you don't mm-hmm. want to step into this. Um, so it's been really, really fun to get to see the Holy Spirit move in me, just like making me feel all the things mm-hmm. and all like the little like God loves you and um, just getting to talk to him, too. I mean, yeah. you know, sometimes I, I think I would say like and I maybe you can tell me this, but like God's voice and the Holy Spirit like I don't know if they intertwine or not in the sense of like when in my brain when I hear God is it the Holy Spirit speaking or is it the Lord speaking? You know what I mean? Like, Oh, totally. Yeah. And well, I think it's a great question because a lot of times we see like, we say like God is three in one. So we have like the father, the son, the Holy Spirit. But the thing is, is those are almost like titles. Um, It's like, it's God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy Spirit. But in reality, they're all God. So you're always going to be talking to them. It's just the different like titles that they bring on and sometimes we say like some people can hear him audibly some people feel him some people see visions and because God's not limited to just one um and he's not only going to speak to you one way like he can speak in multiple ways but God is spirit and so therefore God speaks to our spirit and the thing is Mm -hmm. we're made up of mind is like we're made up of body soul spirit and your spirit isn't necessarily like your mind mm-hmm. it's just kind of that like the spirit in you so like when God and, and us are talking sometimes it's like I feel it in my spirit and that's yeah. why a lot of times when people are like I don't know why I just feel like I need to ask you like I'm being stirred in the spirit it's yeah. like I feel like where that comes from is because God really is spirit and so that's like I feel like when you're like I feel like I don't know if it's like God, Holy Spirit, if there's like really discernment, I don't really, I'm coming from me. I'm not a theology major or anything, but I really feel like there, there's not a difference because God is the Holy Spirit. God is the father and God is the son. Yeah, He's like the same, all three. Yeah. Yeah. So it definitely was, um, I don't even know, but I've just been so thankful for the Holy Spirit because I'm just like, I'm like, guys, if you feel like you don't have it, you need to ask for it. Yes. (laughs) And we talked about that in our episode too, that is going to come out, um, I think in like the later weeks, either August or September. <laughs> um, it's so good, y'all. Y'all have no idea. Y'all are gonna so be pumped. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've also felt like the Holy Spirit also works through people for me too. Absolutely. Like He stirs, like kind of stirring in your heart. You know, being like, yeah. oh, maybe we should do an interview. Like I believe that was the Holy Spirit stirring in your heart, and then my Holy Spirit being like, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're both just connecting in the Spirit. <laughs> Literally, I love that. Well, I mean, that's how it feels when you talk about God. It's exactly. like our spirits are like connecting and like mm-hmm. I can feel like I could I always just feel like the Holy Spirit just like coming in and just yeah. like taking control and it's always so fun yeah like it's like it's not you mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like it's not me and I think that's where the whole like 
when I'm weak, you're strong. Yeah. It's because like God actually likes it when we are empty. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, I want like everything in you to just just get rid of all of that mm-hmm. and let me do all of the work because ultimately it's gonna be better. And yeah. when the Holy Spirit speaks through us, it's kind of like what you're saying about after interviewing, you're like, I don't even remember. I don't <laughs> even know what I was doing or yeah. talking about. But the Lord is good and He was moving, and that's really the stirring of the spirit so I -hmm. love your story I think it's amazing Mm -hmm. um I think that a lot of other people are out there and they're wondering to themselves is this did I receive the Holy Spirit did I not and if you're out there and you're like did I receive the Holy Spirit you can receive him right now all you have to do is just ask is just Lord I was can I can you give me your Holy Spirit and like make me more aware of it because I think that's the biggest thing too is sometimes we accept Jesus into our heart but we're not aware that God is three in one he's not just God the Father and God the Son but God the Holy Spirit and it's not just his spirit that's just like this random like fogginess it's like he's moving and just as personal so I think you can relate to a lot of people out there it's like it's a good question like when did I receive the Holy Spirit it's like well I think I was just made aware of him before Mm. I truly like was like I receive but you you can confidently say like I feel the spirit I know the spirit I'm comfortable with God so I think it's really amazing Mm. totally well it's so good I just love hearing your story and um just how the Lord gravitated you and pulled you Right on in. I kind of want to ask just a quick, quick question about, um, I'm, I know a lot of times when we share our stories, people can gravitate towards glorifying the sin of like mm-hmm. what happened. And they're really like, I did drugs and it was great. And you're like, oh, well, that's kind of glorifying <laughs> the sin and not what God yeah. did. Um, but I wanted to ask, do you have any advice for people who may be watching and they don't have God and Jesus into their heart and they haven't Mm. received it and they're walking in this place of sin they're kind of wondering like you like maybe I never want to talk to God again after this mission trip or um what would I what would I do like with God like why is God so important and like I feel like you touched on it a little bit with you talking about how you felt empty but I just wanted to ask like if you had any advice on that yeah. Oh, good question. Um, <laughs> no, kind of like three first spin. Like, <laughs> no, no, I love that. That's that's exactly what interviews are all about. It's just like bringing in. Um, honestly, I think hope was the first thing that came to mind when yeah. you were talking. Um, I think I was a loss. I was out of like I had lost hope mm. in my relationship with God. Like I was like I am because all I would see would be my sin. I would always just say, like, well, I'm a drunk, like, I'm a slut, like, yeah. excuse my language, but, like, that's just what it is. And <laughs> that's like, what you said to yourself. Then. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I was just, like, I am not worthy of the Lord. Like, I really am not. And so my advice would be is, like, there is still hope <laughs> that this your sin does not define you. So good. That the Lord is not embarrassed of you, that he still sees you worthy. He still sees you as his literal masterpiece. Not once has God looked at you and said, I did that wrong, or I am ashamed of who you are because God boasts in who we are. He's so excited and he Mm -hmm. loves us. He says, you know, he says that he made us in his image, Mm -hmm. perfectly, wonderfully made. And so there is no mistake 
and who God has made you. There is no, um, like your sin will never define who you are. Um, it's only going to be a part of your life. It's not who you are. And so if you're in that situation right now and you said, you know, Dory, like, or Nicole, like I'm here and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Like I'm still in sin. I'm smoking weed. I'm getting drunk. I'm having sex. Like I, this might be a little bit radical, but I literally would say drop it, like drop Mm. everything that you feel is hindering your relationship with Jesus and begin to walk in the ways that God is calling you to walk in. Mm. Because sadly, like it, it will be a hard journey because for me, when I decided, Hey, I'm not going to like live in this life anymore. Mm. I lost my boyfriend at the time. I lost all my friends, Mm. like genuinely, like not just my friends in school, but like my friends outside of school. And I walked into a season of loneliness because I said I could not figure out what to do because in that moment I said, I know what I need to do, Mm -hmm. but this doesn't feel right because this is sad. But um, I had the Holy Spirit. I had God. And honestly, guys, that's all you need. All in all, we need Jesus. And if anything is hindering your relationship with him, you have to walk away from it. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Um, So, yeah, my advice is, like, hope. There's always going to be hope for your relationship with God because he forgives seven times over and he's also always looking to love you and he sees you as worthy Mm -hmm. of his love and also just like try your hardest to run out of that sin of like if it's holding you back then run out of it like Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying like oh if you have like one margarita you're a sinner like obviously not (laughs) but it's all about moderation and you know in the bible it says we need to be cautious like you know don't get drunk because it it hinders you instead of benefiting you and so yeah guard your heart and so yeah so that's kind of my advice for that that's really good I loved all the things that you had to say especially about hope I think sometimes we forget where where we were and Mm -hmm. I think it's really good to like reflect and look back and how you felt like hopeless like there was no one there for me but yeah Jesus was there, and even if it meant losing your friends and losing your boyfriend at the time, it's like yeah. it was worth it. Like looking 100%, back, hundred percent. Yeah, I'd do so it again. Good. Yeah, a thousand times. So if you're listening, you don't have the spirit, just know, or God in your life, no, it's worth it. It's worth dropping mm-hmm. it all, and I think that's where we realize like He makes us whole, and like you said, yeah. like feeling unsatisfied and empty, like. He's the truest. He's permanent. Everything else is temporary. Yeah, temporary so happiness, good. temporary feelings and emotions, but it's so good. So That is so good. I yeah, know I love that. I love that you said sorry before oh, I no, let you like, keep going. Um I love the the fact that you said he is permanent. Mm-hmm. Um cuz it's so true. Like there's nothing in life that will last forever. Like even our marriages. Like if when you get married, like it's till death do us part. Death is going to be like, that's the like time limit. And so, um, the Lord is so he's here forever. Y'all like he's here to stay. And I want to speak that over a lot of people because I know for me in my relationship with God, it was a hard, um, to believe that God would choose me or mm-hmm. like stay with me because yeah. of, again, because of my sin. And so yeah. I want to remind y'all that he is going to stay and he's not going to run because mm-hmm. our father is not a father. We're prone to run and he's prone to chase. Yeah. 
Yeah. So he's coming after you. That's so good. And it just, all I could think about was the prodigal son, like the story, there's a story in the Bible about the prodigal son, and I'm sure most have heard, if not, you have to read it, it's really good, (laughs) but um, it just talks about like the open arms, like like the father gives us an inheritance, and we choose to like walk away from him, but in the end, it's like when we choose to come back to him, every time he's there waiting, open arms, ready to just like swallow us up with his love so I love that it's really good seriously anything else you want to touch on no no okay okay I should I'm like I never want to you know steal what the spirit's stirring in your spirit so (laughs) um all right so the next question that I had for you was um is what are some ways that God has shown up in your life or been faithful to you um, okay, so I was, I wrote down a lot of things, but there's two <laughs> things that I think I'm going to talk about oh specifically, because God. Um, God is just, wow, he's just shown up so freaking much. <laughs> um, okay, this one's going to be weird, but um, my virginity. Yeah. So, and I know you guys are probably like, what the frick are you talking about, mm-hmm. Dory? <laughs> um, so, I grew up in a home where your virginity is not sacred, um, mm-hmm. so it's very, like, do whatever you want with it. doesn't matter yeah. who you sleep with. Like, just make sure you're on birth control and whatever it is what it is. Um, and, I mean, I don't want to, like, say bad things about my family. So, like, maybe, like, if he loves you. But not – there's no commitment. Like, there doesn't need to be a commitment, yeah. which is the opposite of what I believe. And so, first, I had guys in my life who obviously wanted to have sex with me, but I always would fight and I would always just be like, ah, I don't want to do it. And I always, like, I just felt like in that moment I didn't ha- didn't know God, but I would I felt like he put that thought in my brain. And wow. it was like, you have to wait till marriage. You have to wait till marriage. You have to make sure you wait till marriage. And I remember, like, when I finally got saved, I was just like, I am so thankful that wow. God showed up for my virginity. Because it, for me, it is the most sacred thing in my, like, one of the most sacred things in my life. And and he knows my heart and he knows that yeah. that would have been so hard for me yeah. to like be able to process like, oh, I really did give that to someone who didn't deserve mm-hmm. it. And I just was like, like that was one of the things on my list. And, and I think not enough people like understand that like God does protect our purity. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that he protected like my purity whenever, um, whenever I was, cause like my first boyfriend broke up with me because I wouldn't have sex with him. And so it was something that was like, okay, well, you know, that was something to process. And you're like, okay, well, is my body the only thing you wanted? And so you just start thinking of those things and you say like, okay, would this person be with me if sex wasn't part of the equation? Mm. And so, and I had too many guys in my life who, if sex wasn't part of the equation, they weren't willing to stay. And I'm forever thankful that God said, like God allowed me to be like, then go and leave because that's not what I'm willing to give and um and yeah so here I am today like obviously a virgin but I'm so freaking thankful that he protected that and showed Mm -hmm. up for me in that because it is really important to me yeah well one wow because I think that's that's kind of the opposite of our world today Mm -hmm. it's like it's it's not like that there's not a lot of people who are getting to live in the wholeness of marriage once they Mm -hmm. enter it and um 
it's kind of something that we talked about in the interview that you did with me is just the the boundaries of marriage and Mm -hmm. the reason why God put sex only in the container of marriage is because it is really the covenant. Like that's, that's the covenant. So that's just so good. And I just felt like I wanted to touch on really quickly for the people who are like, well, Doria, that is my sin. (laughs) And like now I have, you know, nothing to give. Um, God is the most redemptive person I've Mm -hmm. ever met. Um, just like the story that we we're just talking about, the prodigal son, like it does not matter where you've been, what you've done. God uses anyone and everyone. He wants to use you in your story yeah. and he can wipe anything away. He, when we ask for forgiveness and he's like, boom, done. It's as far as the East is from the West. Like that's how redemptive he is. He's just so good. And so one, that he's protected you through that. And now you get to give a beautiful gift. But two, if you're not someone who has protected something and you maybe grew up in the mindset that, oh, well, I'll give it to them if I love them and you love them. So you did and, or pressured, or it was taken advantage of the Lord can redeem you. He can make you whole. He can wipe away all the sin and the stains the things that we think can never be wiped away, but it's a daily process of giving him over that, giving him over that, and he Mm. just laying it at his feet, and he can take that and make you whole again. So it might be a process. It's not something that I've had to walk through, so it's not something I can personally come out with a personal experience, but there's a lot of sin and shame in my life, and the Lord wiped that away and instead with through the blood of Jesus, he takes my place. Something I was just mm-hmm. reading is that when we stand before God, we're not we're not sinless. We've sinned, but we're chargeless because wow. Jesus took our place. And I just thought, I was like, that's exactly what it is. We're not mm-hmm. charged like with the sin. The sin that we're guilty of is like he calls the guilty, the guilty um, just. And I mm-hmm. just think that's such a beautiful thing is the justification of Christ. So I'm so glad that you talked about that. So good. I know mm-hmm. that might have been just one of the things of the ways that God was faithful to you and protected you even before you were saved, which I just find is something beautiful as well. But is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Um, so one thing is, so for me, financially, financial stuff has always been like such a trigger um, because it's always been very up and down. And so something that I've seen God, well, I've seen him show up for me financially my entire life. Um, Even when we didn't have like the nicest things, we definitely um, had enough to like hopefully have a roof over our head type of situation. And something that I really thought God was so faithful in is like college um, paying for Liberty. So I remember the Lord putting that on my heart when I was like at the beginning of it and I was like okay God like what are we gonna do like you know I felt him say liberty is where I'm calling you and I was like okay God but that's pricey (laughs) (laughs) and I was like how are we gonna pay for that and I remember um like kind of being stern with the Lord which is kind of funny that I was like (laughs) stern with him but I was just like Lord if you do not provide we will not be making that decision, you know? And I was like, and obviously if you think about it, you're like, we're not supposed to talk to God like that. But the good thing is that he's still our father and he forgives. And Mm -hmm. he also doesn't get angry at that. So 
I was just like, you have to provide or like I can't go. And he has shown up for me so abundantly. Like r- literally has rocked like rocked my world, like blown my socks off. Like <laughs> I felt like God was like, okay, you want to test me? Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, you know, I don't remember me. exactly <laughs> where in the Bible it was, but it was like where God was like, okay, ask and you shall receive in the sense. I mean, obviously that's in, but there's like one where he was like, test me and I'll show you how good I am. Kind of like, I don't yeah, know. If that's I'll have to dive into that, but I'm sure God has shown up like that. Yeah, before. He's like, yeah. really? You don't think I can do it? Try me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Boom. <so>. Blessing. Yes. <laughs> so literally I felt like God is just like, okay, got it. And then he did. He just, he showed up for me in it. Wow. And um, that was just, it's been so mind blowing to me that I just am like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like I'm going to school and God literally like provided for all of it. And, and it's, and I want to encourage people who um, like, are like, oh, I, I don't feel like God's going to show up for me or, or like, um, cause I have who, okay. So I have had God show up for me but still questioned his loyalty afterwards. Mm. Like I've still have had it, like even trying, for example, like I need to find a job at Liberty. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to have a job. And I've been so stressed. And I just Mm. felt God be like, did you not just see what I did? Like, did you not just see what I did these last couple months? Mm. Why would you question (laughs) that I'm not going to give you a job at Liberty to provide for your needs? Like, why are you like questioning this right now? And so, you know, he wasn't angry. He was just like, he was, it was like, he was baffled, you know, he's like, come on, bro. It's like Um, the office quote from Stanley is like, have you lost your mind? I'll (laughs) help you find it. Just like, like, are you really, girl? (laughs) I know. And so I want to encourage people who are in that moment right now that you're like, God provided, but I still questioned him. Mm -hmm. Number one, it's normal and it's human. (laughs) And my, like, my faith isn't better than anyone's. Like, I'm not like saying like, oh, God provided for me. And I'm just so like, never again did I question God. Like, no, not at all. Like, I am human and it happens. But I want to encourage you that like God is a God like who provides. He is the provider. He is God the provider. And that's one of his like one of his titles, I would say. And so I want to encourage you guys that if you feel like God isn't showing up for you financially, ask him. Yeah. Literally tell him like, God please show up for me financially right now. And like God will like miracles are his favorite thing. I feel like. (laughs) And so like, he is going to do it. He's going to be like, there's going to be $300 on the floor. (laughs) Like he's like, how much do you need? $300. Okay. Look on the floor. Like (laughs) he's so just like Mm -hmm. intentional and like he makes things happen. Now, Mm -hmm. sometimes it might not be a hundred percent the way we thought they would happen, Yeah, but he's still going to do it the way that he knows best. And so that's where we have to trust too is like, okay, he might provide, but it might not be 100% the way you want it to be. But yeah. in that, in this moment and in this season, it's going to have to be like that yeah. because he knows better than we do. Yeah. And I think you, you brought up so many good points. Like one, wow, God is great financially providing like that. Mm-hmm. But two, also that I think, like you said, sometimes we forget and that's why God allows us to look back and like remember. It's like all I can think about is how... God gives us the ability to like look back at his faithfulness. And when we're like, where are you? Mm -hmm. He was like right there. I was right there the whole time. Like I'm with you. And I all I could think about as well is just this one thing is like, 
I forget who said it, but I just remember, like, I just hold on to it so tight. And if God's our father, we're his children. And it says that, like, how much more does your heavenly father love you than your, like, your parents are wicked in comparison to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think, like, God wants to bless his children. A good yeah. father wants to bless his children. It's really up to us in the sense of, like, kind of like the prodigal sons like are we going to walk home are we going to come back to him and like Mm -hmm. trust in him and have faith in him and i think that's where a lot of the stepping into faith the like taking that leap of faith is like god i don't know if you'll show up in this way like i know you're good i know you will but i don't i don't think it'll be how i think it will be like finding 300 dollars on the floor but you're magically being given to us um, or someone off the street blessing us, which he can do, yeah. which he stirs other people, other Christians who believe in him and have chosen to be generous and have been blessed that way to bless other Christians or other people who need it. Yeah. Like he's shown up for me just recently, like worked for someone and he was like, this isn't for the job, but I just wanted to bless you with this and Aww. just gave me money. And I just remember being like, you have no idea like how much I was just like thinking about something but I just gave it to the Lord and he showed up like that so it's not that he can't work like that but he can also work through a job it's like I think about you Dorian I'm like you are one of the hardest working people I know you're like yeah God showed up for me through ways that he provided but he also provided with you with a job but you Mm -hmm. partnered we're like thank you Lord for this job and worked your booty off like and you got after it and so now you being a good steward and you choosing to honor him and be a good steward you he's like well of course I'm gonna bless you Dory Mm -hmm. because you're gonna do such good things and you're being obedient to me and I think that's really where it stems from is like when we walk in obedience with God he's like yep you're doing exactly what I want and my will I'm most definitely gonna bless you in that you know if we were walking away from him he that hand of his blessing kind of lifts off of us because he's like no I want you to know, like, that's not where you're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. But when we're walking in obedience, his hand rests on us, and we're under his protection, his umbrella. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, all those blessings pour out. So, girl, that is good. I good love it. I'm, I know that you were saying there's a lot of ways that he shows up in your life, and the ones that you've been talking about have been amazing. So is there anything <laughs> else you want to talk about? Because I'm okay. like, I will keep going. Like, if if oh he's being gosh. faithful, if he's shown up, like, like you said, power like through the blood of lamb or the testimony. So mm-hmm. I'm like, hit me with those testimonies. But we can we also have more questions as well. So, um, so one thing that I would say, so I heard you, which is so funny because I wrote on my on my thing. <laughs> so you said like God will cover us, He will shield us. So yeah. one thing that was like more of a like I think physical thing that God did was um so I was in Venezuela um about two years ago. And we had a national blackout, like Whoa. literally no electricity in the whole country. What? Um, yeah, I know. It was That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> and it was, I was only supposed to be in Venezuela for about a week, I believe. And I'm a resident, so I do only have like the ability to be outside the country for so long. And so I started panicking. Like I genuinely remember telling God mm-hmm. like, I have a flight on Thursday and I think it was like, it was like the next Thursday or something. I don't remember exactly what day, but I remember 
I got there that night. Like, I flew in. I got there. And then the next day, boom, everything. Like, it yeah. was just blackout. And um, I started freaking out. Like, I was yeah. like, God, like, what are you doing? Like, God, why? You right know I, I can't be out. You know that I can't be out of the country <laughs> that long. And I was like, I cannot <laughs> stay stuck here. Like, yeah. God, you got to get me out. Like, I have a job waiting because, oh, my gosh, my bosses were amazing, the ones I had in Alabama. And um, I asked for a month off. And they wow. gave it to me. Wow. And they saved my spot. Like, they literally, like, brought wow. someone in temporarily. And the lady was like, I want to stay. And she's like, no, Dory's coming back. You can't stay. Wow. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Anyone would have, like, just freaking, like, like. I'll take the other person. Yeah, literally. It'd be like, you're so you. replaceable. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> um, this is all about them, too, though, that they're, mm-hmm. like, they know the loyalty. Or, like, you know, they're, like, loyal to me or whatever. Yeah. But. But yeah, so I remember, and my mom would call the airlines every day, and every day they'd be like, I don't know, ma'am, I don't know if she's going to be able to go. But it was so crazy, because I did have people here in the States um, praying for me, and I remember, because it made, like, national news, like, it made worldly news, like, world news, and I remember um, my friend's mom saying, like, Dory, all I would pray was that God would, like, protect you, that he would put Mm. a shield over you. Like, she was like, I would envision just, like, this whole shield on Mm. you, and I was just like, oh, my God. And I remember, honestly, it was like the best week I ever had, which is so crazy to say because you're like, yeah, literally, (laughs) because it was so no phones, like we didn't have any service. Whoa. Yeah. So, I mean, we like, I think it was two days in, we were able, I was able to like call my mom, but we didn't have any electricity. So we didn't have TV or phones or anything. So we literally, I kind of lived like back in the day how they used to live. And it was so fun. Like we played like, we played like fake poker. We played, um, we were playing like, um, oh my gosh, what is that called? Um, it's whatever. It was a game. We played it for like hours. We went out to like the soccer field and we just played, no, we went to the soccer field and played, baseball like hand baseball we like mm. throw it up and you hit it wow. and i mean we did stink because obviously like <laughs> in that moment we couldn't really take showers yeah, but like sorry. it's okay we had the good thing about Venezuela is because it's third world country there's buckets of water that you fill up because normally water will like run out Whoa. so that like saved us um and so yeah so it was so amazing like we would just like walk the streets people were like out and about playing like um like what was the dominoes like out in the street like yeah. it was just like the whole community came out of their houses yeah. because we didn't have electricity so they no can't one do like, anything <laughs> yeah exactly and no one had a job or whatever so it was one of those things where I was like oh my gosh that's crazy that like God mm. still provided fun and yeah. joy in the midst wow. of it and then I remember the day that I left so the day before my mom kept calling obviously every day the airlines and they were like okay she's gonna be able to fly but she can't bring her luggage with her and I was like, oh. and I still had two weeks left in Columbia, which is where my dad was. Oh, and wow. so I was like, I, I need my luggage. And yeah. so they were like, okay, well, n- the next day they were like, okay, she can fly, but she can bring her hand, like just her carry on. Yeah. And I was like, that's not going to work either. Yeah. Half Tell my me, closet. You're really <laughs> struggling. Here. I'm like, half my closet is in my bag. Wow. And the day that I left, I remember they were like, yeah, you're good. Like she bring can bring all. her, she can bring everything. Wow. And God. then it was like two days later, it was like it freaked out again and people yeah. weren't able to fly out. And so then I was just like, the power of prayer oh, yeah. is so intense. Preach. And ever since then, anytime I feel like 
unprotected or I feel um, scared, I always just, or if I'm like, so I listen to like a lot of crime junkie, which is not good for me. It's not <laughs> good for me. Um, but if I get like nervous, I literally will literally envision like a shield over me yeah. and just this white shield. Or like if I want God to protect my home, I literally will envision a yeah. shield over my home. And I would tell God, I tell him a lot of times when I drive, I'm like, make me invisible to the people in the sense of like where no one runs into me or no one mm-hmm. like, you know, just like make me invisible and like not the sense of like they're just going to ram me, but yeah. like that like I've people don't hit that. me. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. That's why I have a lot of yeah. PTSD from yeah. it. So I have to pray They're like, I didn't lot. see you. I'm like, well, I did. You're coming right at me. <laughs> You're coming right <laughs> Took at off me. my right, my right wheel. Oh you know? my gosh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know the worst one I had was like the alignment under my car was oh. off. I had to drive it like to drive it away. I had to drive it like sideways. Oh yeah. So my, bad. I remember just car totaled. It's like, so where bad. were you? I was like, you just didn't see me. I was right there. But anyway, continue. <laughs> no, you're good. But that was that basically shield. it, which is like, um, I just saw God show up in that. Something that was yeah. so out of my control. Yeah. Like, I had no control in totally. that to do like, anything. I was nothing you could do. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> just I <was> pray. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have anything. And so, I it was so crazy. I was just like, and I don't even know. Like, I don't know why I feel called to say this. But every time I go to South America something goes wrong and it's like so annoying like my aunts literally say that like I remember after that then a couple months later I went to Venezuela and they shut down Colombia and I like couldn't fly to Venezuela and it was like I had to like buy a whole new plane ticket $600 one way like it was ridiculous um big big little hit there yes and I remember I still went but something had gone down in our home the night before. Mm. And I remember crying. I was like, God, I don't understand what you're doing. <laughs> and then, like, I pulled, like, I we pulled into Venezuela. <laughs> I flew Which into Venezuela. Whipped into. Yeah, just, like, whipped <sighs> it in with my private. No, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Could never. I wish. Um, I, like, whipped into Venezuela, and I literally was, like, my cousin told me what had happened the night before, which I'm not going to get into it. But, like, mm. and I was, like, like, yeah, I mean, it's hard to kind of like <laughs> react without knowing the story, but like, it's just like, it could have been really bad. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my gosh, the Lord literally protected me. So, and so it's crazy because honestly, the spiritual realm is huge. Like we all, we talk oh, about that there. all the time. And, um, I believe that I bring a lot of God with me, like mm-hmm. all the time. And I believe South America, that's what they're missing is Jesus. Yeah. And um, I feel like the enemy comes at me the strongest when I'm in South America because he's like, they don't know God. Don't you dare share it with him. Try me. Yeah, literally, I'm like, break and take me out. I have yeah. the God of the universe His with me. His light shines through me. Yeah, literally. But yeah. Can't hide it. Just yeah. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Which like <laughs> take that over. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, oh, you do yeah. shine. It's so good. But amazing, amazing. I love that that shield, that protection, and like you said, it's like something I say often: not fighting against flesh and blood. It's no. an, it's not that. It's the unseen world. And um, once we our eyes are open to that, mm-hmm. it's like whoa. I've been watching certain things, listening to certain music, allowing certain things in my life that I've actually been entertaining 
demons and mm-hmm. Satan, and he wants that. He wants it to be a distraction, a dis- um, just something that we don't even see. It just mm-hmm. slips our mind. But when we're aware of the spiritual realm, it's like you step into a, a place like Venezuela, and you, mm-hmm. you feel the spiritual darkness when you have the spirit of light inside yeah. of you. So it's just it's crazy, but it's real. And I think a lot of people mm-hmm. is like feel seen like it's real. Yeah, y'all got to pray about it. It's I feel real. like not enough people pray for to truly armor up against what the enemy's doing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, arming up for sure is like, like you said, like prayer is, that's our connection. Yeah. That's our, how Words we talk to God. It's like, yeah. that's it. <laughs> that is it. So, so good. All right. Yum. I wanted to ask, I have two-ish more questions. Let's go. We have plenty of time. Um. So I'll ask this one first. So knowing that you, of course, are Christian and an active Christian being that, um, I know we're talking a little bit beforehand about um, you being the only active Christian in your family. Not that other people might not believe, um, but just truly walking with Jesus daily. Um, And I just want to ask, what is that like? How have you navigated that? And for people who are, say, recently a recent Christian or would like to be a Christian, but their family isn't, or maybe not an active Christian um, like them or how they would like to be, how would they navigate that? And maybe mm. some things that you've kind of navigated and figured out along the way of your four years of being with Christ. Yeah, so um, number one, it's hard. <laughs> That's just like raw right there. It is yeah. definitely, um, you guys, you do not align morally with your family. That is, like, the biggest thing for me um, is that, like, morally you will never align until they give their heart to Jesus. And so um, I don't even know. It's so hard. So my advice for sure is to pray about their hearts. Yeah. Um, But also just know that it's okay to be upset. Like, it's okay to, like, be angry at them when they make fun of you. Because for me my Christianity has always been a running joke in my family. Um, And so I want you to know that if it is a joke, that that's okay. Let them laugh Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, God is by your side and like ain't nothing going to take you from him. And so you like be strong and know that you're not alone in that, in the fact that your family is not a Christian um, or active Christian. um, Because, it is hard because of the fact, like, I tell my friends all the time, I'm like, imagine the day of my wedding, like, my mom not praying over me. Or, like, imagine, like, um, not understanding, like, the washing of the feet. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whatever I decide to add to my yeah. ceremony. That is just so hard for me because I never want my marriage to be a joke to my family. Mm-hmm. But you guys have to remember when the Holy Spirit isn't in you, most of the time it's the enemy that's in you. Mm-hmm. And so when the enemy loves to laugh at yeah. us, he loves to make fun of us. Mockery. And so, yeah. And Gosh. so he will use your family who do not have the Holy Spirit to make fun of you, to make you feel like you're making a, the wrong decision or you're, um, or you're being a fanatic. That's a word that they used to describe me yeah. to is like, I'm a fanatic and, and, I am. <laughs> I freaking love Jesus. <laughs> I'm his number one fan. Let's freaking go. Um, but like they, 
but I never want it to be seen as like something bad that we're God's number one fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that if they knew the amazingness of God, they would want to be his number one fan too. Yeah. And so um, my encouragement is to pray for them, to do the best you can to shine Jesus's light and also know that you are allowed to have feelings of sadness, of mourning, mm-hmm. of um, frustration, That's anger, good. because it is ang- it does anger you. I remember like one time I decided I went on a date with a guy and I decided, you know what, this is not where God is leading. He's not a Christian. And I remember specifically my uncle going, Dory, a relationship is not a relationship of three people. It's not you, him and God. It's oh. you and him. And I was just like, okay, never again asking you advice. Um, And sadly, you have to, like, um, come to terms with that. That's something that I had to come to terms with is, like, I cannot ask my family relationship advice or ask my family specific things because they're not guided by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. They're guided by their own worldly thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so if I want wise counsel, I have to go to people who know the Lord and who have wise counsel. So, um, so honestly one of the things I've had to learn is also filtering Mm -hmm. like filtering what they say and realizing taking like basically saying no I don't receive that like thank you for taking the time to say that but I still do not agree and I will not act in what you are saying and so um you can either filter it out or not even ask for advice Mm -hmm. at this point um I feel like that's where I've gotten to the point where it's like I'm not even gonna ask for advice anymore Mm -hmm. um and so, you know, what I'm not saying, I'm not saying, like, disconnect from your family. Don't have a relationship because mm. family is family. And like, Burn the bridge. Yeah, no, <laughs> not at all, guys. <laughs> but do guard your heart. I think all in all, just guard your heart yeah, because so when they're not being led by the Holy Spirit, then they're being led by their thoughts and the and world flesh, and yeah. by the enemy. And so totally. um, they're not going to be able to be good stewards of your heart. Mm. One, that's really good. It's hard, so thank you for being transparent about that because I I think that's a a reality for a lot of people is -hmm. that they don't have, you know, earthly parents to look up to um, that are similar to their Heavenly Father. Like God created it to where, you know, we'd be able to look at our father or look at our mother and see Christ through that. And I think that's why Satan has come so hard against our fathers in America Mm -hmm. and why fatherlessness is such an epidemic that we're just struggling with just nationally a lot, but also globally. And I think that that in itself reflects like the importance of good parents, good father. And like, like you said about hope is that even though you might not feel like your parents were being able to give that to you, like right now, you know, there's still hope. Like, Mm -hmm. in the fact that it could come, like, that they could receive the Lord, and also that you just being that love, the love of Christ is, like, such a testament to itself. It's, like, you Mm -hmm. continuing to love them, you continuing to be close to them and and there for them. It's just such an act of what Christ would do. So that of itself is something really beautiful. But just as an encouragement to you is, like, kind of like my dad is, like, my dad received Christ at a really, um, like an older age, I guess you would say. is like he was like three months before he got married to my mom. And wow. it was like, yeah, it was just crazy. Um, I think he was like probably mid-20s, I would say. 
And so I was like 27 or something like that. Wow, so yeah, that is it was a like, little bit It was like a little bit older compared to like the generation. Like you lived a lot of life at that point. Yeah, Whether literally. it's like 20 years, you're like, that's a lot. A lot of places that you could mess up or I sin. Know. I like always be thank a part God. of a frat. Like, thank, you for, <laughs> thank you for going into my life so early on, yes, Jesus. Yes, like, and he, that's what he regrets. He's like, man, I just wish I knew him earlier. Like, mm. But it all happened in the Lord's timing, but his parents weren't saved. His parents were actually divorced. Wow. And um, he had three older sisters and they weren't saved. But God used him and they all are saved. Mm. All of them. And like his, both of his parents passed away now. They both smoked and died of lung cancer, but received Christ. It was wow. like, it might've been late, but they received it. And now they get to be in eternity. So there's hope. Like, there is definitely hope. And like you said, your advice to other people is, like, just don't lose that. Like, yeah. if you're still seeking it, well, don't lose it if you're praying for a family member. Because we just need a little bit of faith and we can move the mountain. So mm-hmm. what could happen mm-hmm. if we just bottle up a whole bunch of faith and continue to be prayerful about it? So, gosh, is that not just Christ right there? You're like, Jesus, you're so good. Mm-hmm. And, like, praising him even before before it happens you're like i know you will i know you yeah. will and even if you don't you're still good yeah you know but i think that's amazing thank you yeah oh you're amazing i love mm. this whole interviewing you i'm like i just get to know you more deeper and mm. like other people get to you but it's just something really beautiful so you're last so question i have for you if you don't feel like you have anything on your heart right now that you want to share um which could kind of lead into this question is um if you could tell everyone just one thing, what would it be? And with that, I know we talked about a lot of piece of advice and hope, but yeah. you know, if you could leave everyone with just one thing, what would that one thing be? Um, so I wrote a one-liner, basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I said, um, give God control. That's so good. Because my entire life, all I've ever known is how controlling I want to be of like doing this and doing that and and like no 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 I got it like I got (laughs) it like till this day I still have moments where I'm like God I got it and he's like I don't know about all that I don't like it when you're in control yeah (laughs) thank you that was so perfect yeah he's like I don't like that can we go back to where it was can I be in the driver's seat exactly exactly so much better when I'm driving literally carry underwood like Jesus take you yes (laughs) um literally so (laughs) yeah that was definitely that was the one thing that I just felt like I was like give God control because um I feel like that has been my testimony for right now is like I've given God so much control of my life Mm -hmm. and I have seen it's like crazy like I'm like why am I so happy all the time (laughs) join the Lord literally and I'm just like I'm like this is so why did I do this sooner you know and not that I'm saying that in every part of my life I'm like yes God you have control but (laughs) I am learning to give him the like wheel and being like okay God you're right like your plans are greater than mine God you are very like you know my future you know my present and you know my past and so you know, you know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what I'm supposed to do. You know, my like, where I'm being led. Mm-hmm. And so it's just so crazy um, that we want to, like, take control. Yeah. That we think we're, like, so much 
wiser yeah or like know ourselves more as if god yeah. didn't literally like yesterday in the sermon he was like you know god literally knows the hairs that fall on your pillow like yeah. he knows He's the hairs. Ca- counted all of them already <laughs> exactly um it's like he he is the god of the universe he knows our hearts he knows what we need Mm -hmm. he knows our desires and um something god has taught me so much lately is like the more i give him control the more he shows me that he truly does know the desires of my heart and that i don't need to fully be like god i want this because he's like you've given me control so i know what your heart desires now i'm not saying you don't need to pray for things of course Mm -hmm. you do because that's like he loves when we ask for things um i mean it's like a literal parent you love when your child's like mommy can i have a hug yeah mommy can i have a cookie like like you just like you know you could she could just grab it but if you ask it's like respect it's showing respect it's showing yeah. love it's showing that you like trust their opinion wow. you trust their guidance yeah. and so it's Come like on. um so yeah just giving god control in everything every aspect of your life even the littlest things like yeah. it doesn't really matter what it looks like as long as he's fully in control mm-hmm. gosh it's so good i love that you brought up yesterday's sermon with pastor Preston Morrison at Gateway Church. He did a sermon series called Saturated for those who want to go and listen to it. It's one of the best sermons I've ever heard is just these four of like, I mean, the ones that Pastor Tim Ross did before were also like, so good so just go at gateway church look at all their <laughs> sermons look at all of them they're so you good. will be blessed <laughs> you like please do but i love that you talked about that because like the giving up control is like really saying like i trust you yeah. like i have faith in you and that's when god really can show up is like when we're in the middle of it, sometimes we're blocking us from receiving the blessing mm-hmm. is like, we think like we're getting in the way is like, no, we need to like lay down our will, lay down our motives. And I just think of like the prayer that God tells us to pray is, you know, like we could go all like the, our father, hallowed be thy name. But like, yeah, yeah. it's like your kingdom come, your will be done. Like, mm-hmm. let it be you, not me. And I, I think that's something that we forget sometimes to ask is like, oh yeah, Lord, I lay myself down. Yeah. Like I really, I, and I, I want what you want, even if it means suffering for Jesus, mm-hmm. even if it means like, especially if it means picking up that cross and like, I mean, I was supposed to be on that cross, yeah. but Jesus took it anyway. So I think the that... The least you can do is pick it up. Yeah, the least you can do is pick up that cross and, and go after God. So I love your heart and how much you love the Lord. And mm-hmm. um, is there anything else that is on your mind or on your heart before mm-hmm. we wrap up? Knowing that the Spirit is so good. God's so good. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Just like that Jesus loves you. Yeah. Like... He does like something that, um, you know, again, last night, like yesterday, Infatuated with us. he's literally, yeah, he's so in awe of us. Like, Obsessed. and it always makes me like, <laughs> makes me like teary. I know, right? It makes me want to cry. I know, like, y'all, I cried yesterday. I'm going to try to cry today. Uh, like, yeah. um, like y'all imagine the one thing you're like most obsessed with like you know if you don't have kids whatever but like the the thing that you're like this brings me life and imagine god loving you like that times 12 yeah like god just looks at you and he goes i am so in love with you and like when you talk to him he's like thank you for talking with me like he just is so excited to be in your presence he like wakes when you wake up he's like (gasps) 
throw up, throw up, throw up, throw up, throw up. Doors open. Yeah, like literally, like coming what? out me. Yeah, and it's just so. You just, you know, as humans, our flesh tells us like no one loves us. We're not loved. Like, and so. It's like imagine the God of the universe who created everything and freaking created you mm. perfectly. And he's like, yeah. I want to spend every second with you. I want to spend every moment with you. And like, you know, getting to hear yesterday's sermon and just being like, he is like, I don't ever want to miss one of your games. I don't yeah. ever want to miss a second. I don't ever want to feel that pit in my stomach where I am not where I'm like, I feel like I'm I'm not there to be with her. He's like, never in my life do yeah. I want to feel that. I want to be with you every second of the day. doesn't matter what we're doing as long as we're together. Yeah. It's just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hits your, hits your heart when yeah. you have that realization of the how God is everywhere yeah. and how God knows everything. It's like that's what he touched on in the message. It's like in order to know us, holy and completely he has to know everything mm-hmm. or else it doesn't make him god and in order to be with us all the time he has to be everywhere all the time like in a way that pastor preston morrison puts it is just like the om- omnipresence and the omniscience of god it's just something that like when you dive into it it just is it's the realization that the more you know like come to know god the more you realize you don't know anything mm-hmm. at all <laughs> it's like i had that my first year in bible school i was like um yeah i i know nothing <laughs> god knows everything yeah <laughs> and just I wanted like to be like me in my class at yes. liberty and be like hold on i oh, swear just wait i thought i knew that <laughs> yeah you like start studying the bible and you're like wait God is so good and he's everywhere and yeah. you're just this crazy like he's in it's just he's in it all and I see him through it and it's just amazing but mm-hmm. like you said that just that feeling like I felt it this morning I remember just acknowledging God and being like thank you Lord like you love me so much and just like I just closed my eyes and I was like I just cried I was like I just am so loved by you mm-hmm. and I wish that more Christians could hear that message knowing that they could wake up in the morning and be like, yeah, before I do anything, I am so loved by you. I don't have to earn it. Mm-hmm. I can't earn it. I can't boast in it. I think that's what we're missing a lot of is the strive for perfection. Yeah. Like you said, like, it's just like, it's so heavy in mm-hmm. our, our day and age, just perfection, earning it, not believing we're good enough because we literally can't measure up. And that's where Jesus comes into play. So gosh, is that like, are we aesthetic enough? Are we smart enough? Are we pretty enough? Skinny enough? Active enough? Like, it's just like, y'all like the world will never see us as enough. Yeah. Never. Like, and you are enough. (laughs) Yeah. You literally are like, like God sees you and he's like, you could literally not be anything. You could live in a very basic home with, the most basic everything and not work out every day and not do the whole, like, you mm. know what I mean? Like God's not like, I need you to get up at 6am and I need you to do this. I do that. Like yeah. you better go work out. You better eat healthy. You better drink a lot of water. Like, <laughs> no, like that's what the world tells you. Mm. And you know, it, the world standards will always be unmeasurable. We'll never yeah. be able to meet them because they're literally unrealistic. You'll always be someone smarter. Yeah. So I tell myself, there's always someone smarter. There's always someone prettier. There's mm-hmm. always someone better at this sport, at this thing. So in the sense, not that we don't need to try. It's not like, well, thanks, Nicole. Now I'm just going to go die. Like, yeah. Because, no. you know, I can't strive 
to excellence, but that's really what it is. It's like, you'll never be perfect, though. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you're putting your worth in, like your identity, then you actually have it wrong. Like, yeah. your identity is not in what you do or what you say or what you eat, you know, or how well you do a Bulgarian split when you lift weights <laughs> or whatever you want. But, yeah. like, it's truly, like, that's why, like you were saying at the beginning, it's like, it's Jesus. Like, he's my identity. Yeah. And ultimately, when we can grasp what God says about us mm-hmm. and know that worth, Oh shoot! It better watch your mind. You walk differently. Yeah, like it truly takes you on a different. You're just like, it's not like, oh, is everybody looking at me? Like, is my outfit cute? Like, you just walk and you're like, if you don't like my outfit, you better do sad. Like, I care less. Obviously, like modesty is good, but like, I'm just saying, like, you're not having to be like, like, oh, is that boy looking at me? Or is that like, is a girl think my outfit's cute? Like, does my purse make me seem pretty? Like, it's all just like. Who gives a crap? Like, I have Jesus in my heart. Like, yeah. let, let his light you. shine. Yeah, yep. like, let people recognize me for my love for Jesus, not because my shoes were pretty. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying don't have pretty shoes. I love yeah. pretty shoes. I love yeah. getting up. I love <laughs> like, I looking. Love that. <laughs> yeah, I love looking cute. I love going out looking all good. I love wearing my Air Forces and all <laughs> high heels whenever I got to. But um, don't let that be your identity. Yeah. Let Jesus be your identity. Yeah. Gosh. And it, it just goes to show, like, the, what, like, the world says is, like, do this, do this, do this. Be part of this culture. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Mm-hmm. Be part of this culture. And God's like, no, be set apart, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Like, be That's set good. apart. Like, I called you to be not like the world, the ways of the world. doesn't mean that you can't be a part of the world, but don't be formed by it. Yeah, that's And good. I, I just feel like so strongly sometimes we just... Yeah, we just care so much about what other people think, what mm-hmm. other people say. And when God's like, no, I'm right here. Like, ask me what what I think about you. Let mm-hmm. me be your guide. And it's not that, like, we need to go out and not take care of ourselves or, mm-hmm. you know, be mindful of our health because God gives our bodies and our bodies are a temple. And, you know, if we have the ability, like, yeah, you like the shoes? get those shoes those shoes yeah. might make you happy but ultimately knowing where our, our joy comes from joy comes yeah. from the lord is like like we said permanent like not temporary happiness is what's going to always satisfy knowing our satisfaction comes from the lord then it's okay when we do get something like like our example of new shoes is like because that's not where my happiness comes from but it definitely yeah. made me happy today yeah like <laughs> okay this is really I, fun new shoes are you know, getting yeah. a haircut. As <laughs> long like, as you don't feel like it's defining you. Amen. Like, you can have it, but it doesn't, it cannot be what makes you feel yeah. whole because then you will feel empty every Go single there. time. Yeah. Because you'll always be like, oh my gosh, I got my new shoes. And you'll have that little spark of like happy hormones of like, yeah. I got new shoes. We went shopping. Get that yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. and then you end up like, then like an hour later, you're like, oh, now I don't feel good again mm-hmm. because I thought that this would fix me and now yeah. I'm not fixed. Yeah. It's like people who freaking are like buy a Tesla or whatever. And then they're like, this is going to make me seem so cool. Everyone's yeah. going to love me. And then they <laughs> people are just like, oh, your car is really cool. And some people might praise you for it. And then others might just be like, whatever, it's a car. What a waste. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, what? No you know yeah, like their world shattered exactly because their identity was in the tesla and not mm-hmm. in who god is and that's yeah. when and that's the beauty of like you could lose it all and still feel whole because yeah. you have jesus amen 
Go there. That was good stuff. It's the story of Job right there. It's oh like, my. It's like no, I don't want to be Job, though. Jesus, please. <laughs> I know. I'm like, story of Job. I mean, I love my life. Thank you, Lord. I'm just going to praise you for being so good. I mean, yes, God, you did amazing things, and I'm so glad I wasn't the example. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, that I can read your word. Thank you for being faithful. Yes. <laughs> just starts, like, brain right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh and I think that's the... The intimacy of the Lord is just is so good as well. Just go listen to those messages, y'all. Y'all, please. Especially the last one was so good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it just, it's like sometimes we need to know how much we're loved before, like, how much we need to fix. I was listening to one of your oh, podcasts okay. with, I forget her name, but it was about okay. sexuality. Oh, Audra. Yes, Audra. Yeah. Audra, if you're listening. You're going to meet her. I I listened, and that was really good, and Mm -hmm. gosh, it was like, it's not what, like, the world does for you, or what the world can do for you, it's like, really the love of Christ, and like, Mm -hmm. before anyone told her what to do in the church, they loved her first, and I told Mm -hmm. my parents about that story, and I was like, guys, this is so good, and they were so touched, because Mm -hmm. it's truly, like, the love of Christ, that's the only reason, it's like, for God so loved the world, he sent his one and only son, that whoever believed in him would not perish, but have eternal life. And it's in the mm. scripture. It's like, it's there. It's true. And so with all of that being said, oh my gosh, gosh, good stuff. No, yeah, so I good. always have said that. I've always said that, like, yeah. love will always be the thing. Because people will know God through your love. Amen. Like, if you're not loving, people are going to question, like, well, is my God loving? If she has the Lord, quote unquote, <laughs> yeah. is this how God treats his children? Yeah. And I'm not saying we're not going to have moments of, like, rage or mm. um, we're human. We're still, f- we, we make we have emotions. Yeah, <laughs> we have emotions. And sometimes we don't know how to control them. And that's totally okay in the sense of like coming to terms with that but um always try your hardest that your first intent is always love and never anger or hatred yeah. um because if we we know the lord and we know what's right but you can't hold non-believers to the same standard that you hold yourself period i think you need to say that again because <laughs> that is good i think a lot of christians need to hear that mm-hmm. like you cannot cannot hold other christians with scales on their eyes mm-hmm. to the same standards girl <laughs> it's so good i think it, i think a lot of christians and like in me i'm guilty as a christian same who've like i had non-christian friends i was like oh you're like for instance like oh you're a homosexual like well you need to come to church because like that's a sin yeah. and it's like nicole have you not heard the scripture? <laughs> take the plank out of your eye before you take the speck out of someone else's. Yeah. It's like their sin might seem like everything to you, but you have sin too. Yeah. And God sees all sin equal, but different sins have different consequences here, obviously. Yeah. But ultimately, it's the blood of Jesus that washes it. So, girl, yeah. I was like, I'm taking that to heart again. Yeah, Good no. reminder. I mean, I always have to remind myself, too, because, and something that I was like, I literally said this morning on TikTok, I was like, mm-hmm. you have to, um, like, it's also about your inner circle. Like, Jesus ate with, you know, with ate with what all the types of people. Yeah. They weren't even saved, but his inner circle were Christians. Yeah. So it's not like, I'm not, we're not saying, oh, now go be friends with a bunch of non-believers and yeah. don't surround yourself with Christians. No, no, no. <laughs> now, love non-believers and don't hold them to the same standard, but make sure that your inner circle is filled with wise Christians. Yeah. Specifically on the wise, wise counsel. God <laughs> loves that, like, that combo. Like, oh, yeah. you know, wise, smart, good counsel. He loves yeah. it. 
and people are gifted in that. Mm-hmm. It's like people are spoken wisdom over them. They have wisdom through experience. It's like, why not go get surrounded by them? Like have yeah. a mentor, have like, if you don't have a good father figure, get another father figure in your life or a mother figure, someone mm-hmm. that you can talk to and look up to because you know, God forbid we think we can do it by ourselves and, or that, you know, oh, the Lord's going to show up, like, and I don't need to ask for advice from anyone. He's like, well, guess what? Like we said at the very beginning, he's like, the Holy Spirit speaks through people. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Gosh. Oh, God is good. Yes, he is. Well, Tori, never want to hinder you from what the Holy Spirit has to say. Is there anything else on your heart? You're so cute. <laughs> no, I feel like I've shared everything yeah. that God has been putting on my At heart. At least right now. Yeah, for There right might now. be another episode. Oh, for 100%. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But man, what a blessing this has been. Thank y'all for tuning in to all the different avenues that we talked about today and just how good God is and how much he showed up in Dory's life. Dory, thank you so much for allowing me, just this person that you met two months ago, to interview you and be able to just have relationship with you and knowing that you are definitely full of wisdom and you're not just a good interviewer like you yourself are full of so much wisdom so much kindness and definitely the love of christ so thank you for allowing this opportunity and also for sharing your heart with us and your testimonies and gosh your wisdom that the holy spirit has definitely imparted on you and is continuing to impart on you so thank you you're so cute. Thank you for taking the time to do this <laughs> and for like do just saying, hey, I want to do this. And then, you know, being up for it, taking the time to think about questions mm-hmm. and just asking God where he's leading. Mm-hmm. Like, I really appreciate that. And just like your heart, Nicole, like I like, you know, we met two months ago, but I feel like I've known you for <laughs> so much longer I than know. that. I'm like, have we been friends for like three years? Like, just right. it's like so amazing. And I just mm-hmm. cannot continue, cannot wait to continue to see where God mm-hmm. is going to lead our friendship. And um, you get to have you on podcast way more and get to mm-hmm. have people like hear your heart, hear your wisdom, because so it's good. It's good yeah. stuff. And um, yeah, so I love you a lot. I love you. Well, Thank you guys for listening and allowing me to be your host as well. I'm Nicole Alford, and I have Dory with me today. Stay tuned for the next episode of Tell It All.